there is no role model for this this adaptation that we're we're talking about right we would have to see it in that in that form and then be able to emulate it back up the genetic chain yep and i believe that can happen it's not easy or common but i think it's possible we now bring you enter the freud warning this podcast is for entertainment only and not intended for medical purposes like go, go to a vegan restaurant in your area and talk to some of the guys and even their boys it's it's almost like i think testosterone like when a child is developing testosterone makes the 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 vocal box bigger and that makes our voice deeper and it's almost like on some psychological unconscious level the men know that and they don't want to be a big testosterone guy so they talk more like this hey that's how i talk and i and i have a totally <laughs> dude i have this secondary sex characteristic look at my adam's apple right right and and my testosterone levels are fucking outrageous right like they're super high and this makes me really wonder are those guys like we should do a test and actually test these fucking guys yes. that are that are ultra liberal? What if they yes. secretly they're like cuttlefish? They they are pretending to be low test and they have super fucking high testosterone. What what if that that dude that should be a test? Someone should go test people and test their testosterone and then ask them a few questions, including political ideology and a bunch of other stuff, and see if it correlates. That'd be a good fucking study. Wouldn't that be so rad because like because these dudes who talk in these uh, really nice kind of wimpy voices my guess is that um their voice is the same as anyone else but they just like i'm doing right now they artificially soften their voice so as to not scare people with their toxic masculine voice oh now i'm gonna make mine deeper like as if like <laughs> it, actually i'm just gonna go all the way to christian bale Right, I'm straight up Batman now. Like and you're and so you in your office, you said you see that clientele that you described, where they like come in and it's like, oh, this is a safe space. I can whip out my nuts. <laughs> well, in my office, I don't. I mean, I've obviously I've seen a few of those, but much more common are the dudes who come and they're like, hi, um, my wife told me to go to therapy because um, I I have a problem. I'm trying to learn to be a better husband and a better, better dad. And then they tell me the story and I'm like, oh my fucking God, your wife is like a dominating tyrant bitch. One of her complaints is that like, he doesn't equally share the cooking and cleaning the kitchen duties. And that sometimes he doesn't help out with the daughter as much as he should. And it's like, and I'm hearing the story and it's like, he does probably about 50% of domestic duties, 100% of breadwinning it's not even his daughter and the wife is like complaining that he doesn't do enough wow and, and then he comes to therapy because she told him to and he's like thinking he's bad and he needs to learn to do the dishes more <laughs> yeah dude i i know someone who who works it like collaboratively with the fbi in a whole bunch of um it's like child trafficking cases she like specializes in this um domestic violence basically right and she would classify this as domestic abuse that what what this woman is doing by your description is a level of full-on coercion and exploitation 
And I know that's not what we think of when we think of domestic abuse. I, I was super shocked myself when she explained this to me, right? I was like, what? Like, I, like domestic abuse is like this. You, you're drunk and you go, eh, 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 or, or like, <laughs> like, th- like, that's what we all think domestic yeah. abuse is, right? Um, yeah. But no, apparently this is, it falls into a weird territory, right? Well, it would be considered domestic abuse in the same way that the stereotypical 1940s housewife who's just kind of like tiptoes around and does whatever her big bad husband wants her to do and makes sure she has dinner ready and is scared. If her husband doesn't like the dinner, he's going to yell at her kind of thing. So if that wife was a victim of domestic abuse, then this patient of mine is a victim of domestic abuse. I personally wouldn't use the word abuse for that, but whatever. I Um, I wouldn't either, but... It makes me think, I was talking to this college student, uh, you know, 20-year-old young woman going to this private liberal arts, super liberal college near here, kind of not like super um, exclusive college, but, you know, kind of a nice college, not super easy to get into, and just like kind of this classic expensive liberal arts private college where like it feels like a big part of the curriculum is like, woke ideology and how horrible capitalism is um and something we were talking kind of about this thing and she was like well it's only fair women were oppressed for centuries it's only fair that the pendulum has swung to the other side so she was kind of sort of trying to she sort of was recognizing that in a it's it's a little bit now in some circumstances in some ways there's this inequality for men and she was saying, and it should be, that's sort of justice given the fact that women were oppressed for so long. Now it's sort of like it's only fair that the pendulum swings. I, I hear that one all the time. And I think it's the worst, dumbest thing you could ever say. Because yeah. it's like, where in which other part of, like, where would that argument ever be sound in, in, the, in, in the rest of the world? Like, where it's like, oh, okay, we're talking about men and the effects of what is causing them to have, like, low sperm count so then they can't procreate. Fuck that argument of, like, yeah, men have low testosterone because they're being oppressed. Well, well, women have been oppressed. Or, like, and then, then it's like, oh, yeah? Well, what about fucking cows, right? Like, our, like let's just extend the thing. Like, what about animals that we raise and someone will be like oh my god no he's comparing women to cows and i'm like no no i'm just saying if you're gonna use stupid arguments to then like deflect from the fact that we're here talking about something like hey guys what the fuck is happening to (laughs) what the fuck is happening to like the the proliferation of andrew tate why is andrew tate emerging whereas like if you go back when was gandhi alive do you know like what Uh, well he he was responsible for that huge sort of political revolution in i think 1946 so i think 1946 ish was like the pinnacle of his career because like i i think gandhi and tate have something more in common than just that they're bald and you know not white exactly Right, like I, I think I think they have more in common than we would. Than they we both would have think. giant cocks. <laughs> no, it turns out um, 
you know, well, other than the fact that they both molest children, like that shouldn't, I'm, okay, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But maybe not kidding, maybe not, right? But like, like the, the myth and the lore is that Gandhi was so against indulging like physical and, and um, pleasures of the world that he would eat this really, really bitter chutney before he had food so that his taste buds would be inoculated from enjoying and experiencing food. Like that, that, that was a story I heard growing up over in India, right? Like, oh, he was so against enjoying the world because that, that would distract him from his mental clarity, right? Right now, now this is all very important when we start to get into male psychology and, and the, the ideas of what are men trying to do in, in like maintaining their consciousness, right? And then Tate, on the other hand, is just on the full opposite end of the spectrum saying like, what color is your Bugatti, right? Like, like just like own women, get all the top tier pussy and, and like make money and exploit and like, like, okay, yeah, you guys are on, on full opposite ends of the spectrum and both got busted for, for like fucking with underage people. Like, but that, that's totally a distraction. I shouldn't have said that part. Um, but really it does point to something odd about like, what do we know about men's psychology? And then like, if this is a real problem that there is a whole ideological issue that seems to feel oppressive to men, right? It seems to, well then I would like to go, here's another study I want to see. I want to go and find men that are really oppressed and see if their testosterone is lower. Mm -hmm. Like, not this. Like, because, it, do you see why? What, why I'm saying this? Because... Well, explain. I think I understand, but explain why. Well, so, because the idea that you... If you perceive that you're being oppressed, that might be worse. Right? You might actually, like, be under significantly more stress over time than actually being oppressed. Like, put in a prison, in a camp somewhere, like, where you're just like... Fuck, dude, this is where, I, like, I now live in a zoo. Like, this, the rules are changed and then you adapt, right? Right, but I think that the, in my mind, the men who, now I don't really know if there's a correlation between psychology and testosterone, but I guess there is. But my guess is that the men who are the most testosterone deprived are the men who don't even think they're oppressed because they identify with the feminist thing and so they're trying to, they're like willingly castrating themselves because they don't want to be toxically masculine. And, and you and I would see, we, you and me would maybe see them as oppressed, but they don't. They see themselves as a very good husband. Oh. <laughs> Dude, there's I, this I, podcast. You got, you got to fucking see this podcast. It's called The Pussies Podcast. Yeah. And it's just two dudes who pretend like they're these kinds of guys to the extreme, like they're both super woke, super feminist, and their conversation is just like fucking absurd where they're constantly apologizing for talking too loud or whatever, dude. It's fucking hilarious. No shit. Yeah. Oh, man. See, like, I, you say that, that people have bought, that men have bought into it so much that, it, and I don't, I don't buy it. 
Like, I actually don't think there are very many people, there are very many men who actually have bought into the idea that 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 there's that they should self-castrate, that masculinity is bad. Like, I, I don't I don't I don't buy it. I think people will say it to fit in and get along, but I don't think internally this is this is lining up. I, I think there is like an internal firewall and behind that lives a completely unleashed, crazed sex fiend, whatever, whatever all the bad things. Well, have. I agree that there's a, a beastly sex fiend, violent, power hungry alpha gorilla hidden somewhere in every man and every woman. But I think a lot of dudes have so repressed that that they think they're really nice and I'm a good feminist and I like to come home from work and cook and wash the dishes for my wife so that because she's a woman and she needs to be taken care of. Those and they totally 100% I, I believe in that woke feminist um, ideology. Wow. Uh, they, they believe that masculinity is usually toxic, so let's try to fucking minimize that shit. Wow. I, okay, so th this goes back to my, uh, my original argument is that that is somebody potentially just putting on airs, right? Like doing what is appropriate for the time to fit in. And th that's why I want to go and observe a different culture. Like, like what is the most oppressive culture do you think that exists today? You think it's North Korea? Like, yeah, that's a good, I mean, there's probably a few that are all in that category. I think I've heard Afghanistan is really oppressive of women. Uh, it seems like North Korea is really oppressive of everyone. Um, and there's probably, I bet there's really small micro little places that are even worse, but North Korea is probably a pretty good um, one to, to use. Where, where, so in, in North Korea, are you, you have to think the way that you're supposed to think. And if you have, and you express opinions differently, then potentially your life is at risk or your you, really bad things will happen, right? Totally, yeah. Well, so... Like, in that case, it's like, do you actually, now this is what we know, what I know about psychology is that you cannot force yourself to think things or to, or to not think things. It's, it's not possible. I mean, look, Stephen Hayes in, in the creation of acceptance commitment therapy, like the, the next um, evolution of cognitive behavioral therapy, right? One of his better examples is like, okay, don't think of a white elephant, right? Don't think of a white elephant. As soon as you say that, of course, the image of a white elephant, would, I think there's an image of right behind your head. No, those are peacocks. But those, like, as soon as you say that, boom, that image goes in your head. And, and like, this is so persistent with anxiety disorders where people just attempt to suppress those thoughts that would cause them to have anxiety. And the more that, that you try to exclude those pieces of yourself and those ideas in the world, the more anxious you become, right? And so, like, I, I think that that's where I'm kind of like at odds with, or somehow I can't wrap my head around both being correct. Like, obviously what you've seen is accurate. Like, people have fully identified with, with, particular ideologies today. Um, and then, so 
and for some reason they don't encounter the internal resistance that then would cause them to have a full-on generalized anxiety disorder where then they would avoid all things that would cause them to be anxious which wait a second now i think we're actually getting to the the part of life that is getting weird where you need safe spaces and you need to have all of those things it's like one big fucking generalized anxiety disordered culture totally yeah i'm but so I, i'm just thinking about this uh, how people take on ideology and to what degree do they really believe it or to what degree are they just posturing um in a cult there's this idea where like everyone gets brainwashed by the cult leader and then they all like are are parroting whatever the the party line is in the cult and then yeah. it seems like the good cult leaders do something really effective where it's like those bad people out there they don't believe it we're good we believe this thing and so it really reinforces like yeah i believe it and now if you were to go and test different members of a cult their beliefs would be different but there would be some and i would guess a lot of people that they think they fully believe it and they're like hook line and sinker into the ideology right yeah yeah okay and so yeah. same we just apply that same thing to masculinity is toxic so try not to be masculine but then like you're just okay i'm with you i follow you i'm tracking you right but so then I, i'm wondering okay if that's true and then by your description this this non-masculine man is embodied in the in the worker in this in this collective um woke grocery store right and is mocked in this one podcast of the pussies right like that that is the the presentation of this of this what this cult member like is that fair to say like yeah what, like yeah it, the, like, the, the the analogy is that the cult is woke feminism toxic masculinity is bad and 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 the cult leaders are the the ideological people who are saying that i don't know who that is gertrude steinem or what it's not her but some you know woke feminist leader and then the cult members is the dude in the grocery store who's like hi how can i help you today yeah that i mean so it, in a cult, that's that's where I, I'm kind of like, I'm I'm stuck. I'm stuck trying to figure. <laughs> now I'm stuck on like everything. I, my whole my whole mind has just come to a gridlock where I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what's happening anymore. Well, let me let me try to play devil's advocate or whatever here and argue for this left-wing um, castrate yourself thing. That's okay, good, so I'll, that's I'll a good idea. It really quick here. Okay, so humans, animals, and, and male animals have testosterone. And if I get away from the science of testosterone, I'll just talk about masculinity. There is this impulse in males, and gorillas maybe have it, lions maybe have it, but humans, we've had it over the years, and it's to, like, fight and to kind of, climb your way up to the top of the alpha hill and beat out the other people. And it's sort of like we have that impulse in us and unchecked what 
this masculine impulse does is it's like, fuck everyone else. I'm going to like um, push them away or fight them or kill them or oppress them or enslave them all for the purposes of me rising up to power. And you almost could even argue that that was an evolutionary thing, that the dudes who had that impulse did that. They procreated more. And so humans more and more developed this kind of like masculine competitive drive to power and drive to like have sex partners and possess sex partners. And if you, so if you take that, let's just say that that's true, that men um, with the more testosterone and evolutionarily with this tendency have over the years and through capitalism have been able to drive to power. And as you accumulate more power, you can accumulate more and more and more power. And you can kind of like either literally or metaphorically enslave more and more people underneath your power so that you can kind of have dominion over power and over women. And there's that natural tendency in the masculinity of the human. And then come along in the whatever 1900s, like social justice or human rights or feminist awareness. And you're like, oh, fuck, there's that natural instinct of humans. And that's not good. We should try to evolve and rise above that. And we should try to move towards equality. And we should try to not have men um, be driven to accumulate power and enslave or have power over everyone. Let's try to equal that out. So men, you guys need to um, castrate yourselves, combat that, fight against that. Don't be that alpha gorilla dude. Be this other thing. Be a really nice guy who's has equality and and cooks dinner for his wife rather than making your fucking wife cook dinner for you. And nice. so then that's that feminist thing. And then women hear that and believe that. And so then the idea is that women will only have sex with a guy who adopts that ideology. So she kind of brainwashes the guy into joining this liberal cult. And the dudes, because they want to like get love from the lady and get sex, they're going to be like, yes, I'm a nice little boy and I'll wash dishes for you. Okay. I, that, I think that was actually quite helpful because it brings us to like, like, oh, I think a, a much better solution would not be to to tell men and women that this type of masculinity is bad it's just like hey fucking find a a better outlet for that in society like make all men go to gorilla camp and then they all have to go and express this thing in a place where that's where where it can happen without it being totally fucking oppressive to the rest of the people right and it's and in like, how unrealistic is that what I'm saying, right? Like, we're really going to make camps for dudes to go and just be like, rah, let's fucking battle and, and work out shit? Like, I mean, well, isn't that, maybe isn't that that's CrossFit? What, that, maybe that's what CrossFit is or football is or, the, or MMA is, you know? Yeah, well, so, like, it would be... Uh, this also is another one missing study is like, okay, so, like... What people, um, I, I can't remember which researchers were into this, but they, they discovered that that if you have sex with a partner that isn't your actual partner, you cheat, like you, in that ejaculate, you produce like 10 times as many sperm in that, in the cheating um, ejaculate, right? Um, 
now the evolutionary cause for that and the intelligence behind this is something that it goes way outside of, of societal norms and, and psychology, right? Like that's just straight biological phenomenon. And then what I'm wondering is like to do it, to do a, a totally ridiculous study is like, then, then test the ejaculate of the guy who has conformed to anti anti-masculine trick, anti, anti-masculine presentation. And then when he has sex with his partner, like d- what does that look like? What does it look like? Yes, what? exactly. And like that, how many and sperm, how many sperm come out? Like three? <laughs> right. That's what, that's, but that's what we're speculating. Yeah. And that fits along into this whole societal movement of apparently young men are having lower testosterone, less sperm and are having way less sex. Way less sex. And, and what's really interesting is seriously less sex interest. Like, like, it's not like they can't have erections. They just have less interest in pursuing relationships. And, and, and every, all of their parents get totally confused thinking like, oh my God, my kid is weird. My son is behaving weird. And it's like, no, it's all of them. Yes. Right? It's the majority okay, of and them. Okay, let me, let me play devil's advocate on this. Um, okay, so here's this perspective. And I think there's some truth to this perspective. I don't actually buy it. I'm, I certainly am not adopting it myself, but I think there's some truth to it. Um, humans, in, I think all humans, but let, let's just focus on men, kind of have been sex-obsessed for hundreds, if not thousands of years. I don't know. But there is this like sex-obsessed tendency in men where all they think about is sex and yeah. their whole lives become this like um, giant project to try to have sex and they cheat on their wives and ruin their families and fuck up their kids and uh, ruin their friendships because they start flirting with their friend's girlfriend or yeah, yeah. spend all this time and energy and money on buying a nice car and nice Rolex and whatever to look cool to fuck these chicks. And there's just like this, like, it's almost, it's it can look like an addict, like a crack addict, where there, you just like become tunnel vision focus on sex. And that that's been a big part of men and culture and lifestyle. And it's fucked up. And it's it's like, it's we should try to evolve out of that. And this new generation of lower testosterone boys who are less focused on sex, they're actually like movement in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, interesting. That I think that's a great point. I, I actually that's that's a fantastic point. That's <laughs> just remind. It's only a side note, but I just remembered my like I was hanging out with my kid just over the weekend, and he says to me, he goes, he's like, Dad, you know what? Like, I'm one. I'm one of the the sperms that came out of your testicles. And, and and he goes, you know what? No, no, no. In fact, I'm the one. I'm the one sperm that won. And, and I was like, what are you talking about? He, he's like, yeah. There's like a million sperm, and I beat all the rest of them. Like, what what do you think about that? And I was just like, that is so fucking hilarious. Like, what a great way to just like think about things. Like 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 in in competition and like and like his basic inherent idea of himself is that it's good his his understanding of him as a being 
is a good thing to to have existed on the planet. It's like yeah, totally yeah. anti-Judeo-Christian, like we are sinners from birth. He's yep. He has it. Him and his friends have kind of evolved into a much more um, healthy posture and and like like identity. Yeah. I think that I think that just dovetails with this this idea of like, hey, well may, maybe then as this position of like I am enough and I and I am good by design. Maybe there won't be this compulsion to then go and just be like, all all that matters is me conquering and, and getting as many hot chicks as possible. Maybe he'll go build totally. fucking rockets with, with Elon. And maybe this is where all the missing Elons are. Totally. I, I, I actually think of that because my son is one of these dudes that seems to have less sex-obsessed focus than everyone I knew when I was growing up. And then I was joking with my uh, dad and he was talking about when he was in high school, all they ever thought about was getting the chicks. And I was like, that's all I ever thought of. We were kind of like, from time immemorial, all males ever did in high school was tr think about how to get the chicks. And my son is like, never thinks about it. He's like, why would I think about that? I have way better things to do. <laughs> and my son kind of seems more well-adjusted than me or my dad or most people. And it's like, fuck, maybe this is like progress. So are you, are you now thanking the feminists and the dude from the grocery store? Like, it sounds like it. I know. I and I like it. I think it's fucking, <laughs> well, it's such a, it's a much more inclusive, healthy posture just for your own psyche. Like, I feel better just being part of this conversation. I, I like don't feel disenfranchised and like at war with people that like it's it's cool. It like makes it feel like hey wait wait uh like in this case study of two two boys right like like they appear to have a healthy outlook and like you know I I left him at this kid's birthday party and. He comes and jumps back in the car and he's all sweaty with his shirt off and he's muddy and he's like, I just had the best time of my life. And he like wants to show me videos of him and his friends and they're all like flexing with their fat hanging out and they're like, they're, they, they were just like, like acting like animals on the basketball court and just like, like, like making videos of them twerking and, and like trying to pants each other like 12 year olds would, right? Just like unleashed, and so it's it's not like like the that rough housing competitive behavior is all gone. It's just certain elements of it that are somewhat what is, are they distracting? Like like or and they're kind of pain. It's kind of painful to go through the world and just constantly look at every group of people and then pick like well if we were on a desert island that's the chick I'd end up with and like. Like, like, like you get on a bus and you're just like, well, if this is the last people on the planet, I'm going to hook up with her. Like, totally. Like, that's and I don't think I don't think most people I don't think your average men. I don't think um, confess like you're doing right now. So women don't get it. It's not like part of public discourse. But my experience is the same as yours. If I don't have a girlfriend that I'm like happily connected to. So imagine I'm single right now. I have this like, I feel like a starved 
ravenous, fucking dangerous, wild animal that's like, <laughs> and it's like, I must find my thing. And, and if I can't find it, if I'm like on dating apps or trying to talk to ladies and I'm kind of, it's not going well and I'm not really getting rejected, then I start to feel like I hate everyone and I want to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the confessions of the the confessions of the sex starved. Yeah, and that and that that mindset when you're in that and you don't have and you've gotten rejected and rejected on dating apps and you're in that thing and you want to kill. That's the like violent rapist fucking psychopathic that I think is in all men. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, then those men go to the strip club and the strip club is kind of like the antidote designed because then the women come up we're like hey handsome how are you and sit in your lap and treat and it's like ah that was the antidote <laughs> <laughs> that's funny or the man. cam girls or only fans it's like that whole industry is all like the fucking antidote for this fucking psycho mindset yeah that psycho mindset that like if our speculations are correct, and this is the weirdest turnaround of any podcast I think you and I have done, is just like, if if what, what you're saying is correct, is that like the future generations may not be plagued in this particular way. Like, imagine imagine what a relief and and how much less suffering will exist. That would be on the fucking planet. great if that was would, the case. Wouldn't that be so rad? Fabulous. It's just like Be priceless. Priceless, right? Like, like solving one of the great, like, like sources of misery, and absolutely, like that. That is a really uh, unique perspective. I have no idea where to go from here in this conversation. I is is that it? Have we, have we made it to the grand conclusion? What is it that we're saying? Like what? What? What did we just come to? The what is the conclusion? We, we just said that okay. There's a there's a uh, a documented reduction in testosterone in at all men, but including younger men, and that typically that's seen as a problematic sign and the sort of um, new men's movement would see it as very bad. And that either whether it's a environmental thing or whether it's a, a, a product of shitty feminism, it's a bad thing and we need to counteract it and men need to get their testosterone back. But you and I are now entertaining this hypothesis that maybe it's not bad, maybe it's good, maybe it's men being relieved of their sex addict violent need to like have a lady all the time that we're all fucking plagued with and maybe you could be liberated from that and then you could just have a lady when you wanted a lady and then you could go and do art or go hiking or go surfing or do whatever you want and not be plagued with this fucking crack addict um thing that i have had my whole life <laughs> that's that is so great i think it's amazing it's like the most amazing response to liberal woke freak out because like the hysteria around that is just like palpable everyone's like so afraid of what it's gonna do and what does it mean and it's like well like like yeah it looks ugly and and like 
some of the shit people say and do is really offensive and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in, in, if the outcome is even remotely what you just said, liberation from the crack addict, like, that's amazing. And then, like, like how many other elements of, like, but at, at some point, will you be, like, I like will you be able to be a healthy male with with the the appropriate amount of testosterone that you need to function in in a way, right? Um and still be liberated. Like you you think the ship has sailed for us, it's too late. We're already built this way and it's like maybe I mean I I wouldn't want to say it, it for sure has sailed, though I don't really think that I'm going to be liberated from my crack addiction. But in theory, I think that you and I could get liberated. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Like what? Like it can it go backwards up the the genetics? Like if you see your son behaving in a way, could you then role model them? Because we have no role models for this so far. There is none, right? There is no role model for this this adaptation that we're we're talking about, right? We would have to see it in that in that form and then be able to emulate it back up the genetic chain. Yep. And I believe that can happen. It's not easy or common, but I think it's possible. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Like what it Well, I'm fucking speechless. Um, All right. Well, let's let's wrap it up there. <laughs> awesome, dude. All right, man. What a what a great uh, and very strange episode. What? And all right, next week I I have an idea for next week. I wanted to start talking about it right here because you said we have no role models. I was thinking, oh no, we have some role models like Gandhi or the Dalai Lama. Did you see that shit about the Dalai Lama getting that kid to suck his tongue? No. No. Oh, dude, it's fucking disturbing. Because for so many years, I've always held the Dalai Lama as like the one cool spiritual leader who I really think is like a good guy. Yeah. He, he's, he fucking, he fell down, dude. Oh, no. Just Google search Dalai Lama and, and watch the fucking video. It's a video, it's videoed in public. Everyone's watching it. It's so fucked up, dude. Oh, well, I won't watch it right now because I'm super high on this fucking moment. Like, this is like one yeah. of the most, like, everything appears to be connecting as if it were yeah. all AI infused. Nice. Yeah. So don't watch it now. But like Tuesday night when we're getting ready for next week, watch this video of the Dalai Lama. We got to talk about this shit. Okay. Okay. For sure. All right, all right man. Dude. Later. Later.